We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did you know that you could invest in crypto through your retirement account? That's right. iTrust Capital allows you to invest in over two dozen of the most popular cryptocurrencies. And unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day. With iTrust Capital, you also get the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit iTrustCapital.com to start investing today. That's iTrustCapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal investment or tax professional. All right, guys, before we get into the show, if you have to buy insurance, why not buy it from a locally owned agency who is also a KU alumni? And with that, with an agent that's lived in Kansas City his entire life, who knows about the community you live in, instead of buying from a website that supports outside communities, why not buy from an agency that puts money back into Casey Lawrence Market? Your money stays in Kansas when you buy from Patrick Carter of Farmers Insurance. Go to his website, caseyfarmersagent.com. Click on Contact Me, and Patrick will help you make smart decisions with your insurance. Patrick not only knows a thing or two about insurance, he knows a thing or two about our beloved Kansas Jayhawks. Call 913-248-8861. Again, that's 913-248-8861, or visit kcfarmersagent.com today. kcfarmersagent.com today. On to the show, Rock John. Driving, almost lost the handle. Chalmers for the tie. Got it in ten seconds. Unbelievable. He throws. Got Meyer. And he used to tell me, those places are great, but there's no place like Kansas. All right, folks. What's good? We're back for a uh, instant reaction pod here. We've uh, we've got a full group. No B turn, but we've got AB as usual. We've got Alan, who just hosted Jeopardy last week, and we've got special guest uh, CJ Hawks. I don't know if you want me to say your name, so I won't. But uh, recurring guest, I'm recurring sure. guest has been on a few times. Um, he's got some. I mean, he's building Excel sheets over here for the episode, so I'm excited to see what he uh, brings to the table. But Fellas, I'm just going to start to my right here. Alan, how you feeling? How are you feeling right now? You're the biggest KU football fan I know. How you feeling? I'm sad. I think that's pretty obvious to see. Obviously, over podcast, you can't see my facial expression. But today was a rough day for the Hawks. Um, they really got us excited early. Up 10-0. 
we were all high five and jumping around, getting excited, and then after that, it was it was nothing but bad stuff for the Hawks. And obviously, we'll get into more details later. But I'm I'm it not stinky. happy. It was stinky. It was stinky. It, it was, was not great. It was nasty. Uh, Ab, how are you doing? How are you feeling? I'm <laughs> feeling good, uh, like I should. Um, are you drunk? You've drank at least 85 ounces of beer through that game. So how are you feeling? Feeling great. That. I'm ready to keep it going. Um, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. You expect to lose, you'll lose. Yep. And Speak up a little bit. Your vibes look a little down on the... Uh... Well, I am feeling a little down. <laughs> right. so. Sorry for those if your speakers are, you know, AB's a little down there. But, uh, James, you, uh, you've got I'm Excel... I'm being by two laptops. You've got Excel sheets up. Uh, it's the biggest laptop I've ever seen. You've got some models mm -hmm. created. Uh, how are you... Before we get into your weird model shit, how are you feeling about the game? Uh, not great. I think uh, the most frustrating thing is... You know, all year, coming into the year, I didn't expect K's defense to be very good. Um, but we have so many weapons on offense, so it's been frustrating so far. Um, but the worst part is when our defense plays that well, you gotta you got to have the offense show up. And so, obviously, we didn't do that, and, and that showed today. We only scored 10, 10 offensive points, so uh, all right. definitely frustrating. So let's talk about it. Hawks come out. We get a, we get a, what? We force a fumble. First possession. Three plays in. We're feeling good. Mm -hmm. First turnover of the year. We hadn't got a, we hadn't forced a turnover the entire season, which is stunning. Bryce standing over here with the UPS box. How you doing, Bryce? What yeah, is this? I appreciate it. We've live uh, unboxing on the pod. I'll do that later. <laughs> but we, uh, yeah, we start out, we force a fumble. Things are going great. We're feeling good. We even, what do we do? We go down and score or we get a field goal? We got a field goal. Field, field goal. goal. So we go up 3-0. We go up 10-0. We're up 10-0. I almost brought out the shit pump alert for us on our side. <laughs> AB was talking about firing out the, the shit pump alert tweet, but... He had it in the drafts. Okay. It was there. I'm going to say this. We went up 10-0, and I think the biggest topic on Twitter today was Miles Kendrick. We went up 10-0. He throws the pass to Parchment. I'm just going to ask pass. you this, AB. Should that should that pass have been intercepted? It should have been a touchdown the other way. <laughs> yeah. It was the worst pass I've ever seen. We were throwing the ball around at halftime in the backyard. We were throwing better balls. We were. We I we were. But we so were. We were. We're up 10-0. Uh, Kendrick throws an awful pass, but it works. We're fine. Allen, I'm going to throw it to you. What I mean, at that point, did you have confidence that the Hawks could win the game at that point? Oh, easily. I was... <laughs> I was as confident as it gets because you start off, you force some turnovers, they punt the ball, we get 10 points. I'm feeling great, but I should know better because we've done this before, <laughs> score some early points, get some confidence, but then West Virginia settles in and then they just start bringing it to us. And, yeah, I mean, from there, we just did nothing. Uh, Kendrick threw a pass into, I'm not kidding, one double coverage, one triple coverage. It's like LeBron's heat intro. Quadruple, not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven. It was exactly two, to be precise. It was four uh, defenders in the uh, area. Sure, and Kendrick awful. throws it right to the wrong team. And from there, uh, things didn't go well. So, A.B., before we get to James and his models he's built over here, I want to ask you, did you Math agree with the decision to stick with Kendrick throughout? I mean, after seeing what he'd been doing, did you agree with it? Because it who was controversial. People were arguing on Twitter. I mean, who else was going to go in? I agree. Like, we've seen McVitie. He stinks. He stunk for two years. I don't even know who was, like, next in line after those two. I don't know. I would have, like, we said this jokingly, but I think I'm serious. I would have been fine with Belton, Gardner, and Puka lining up back-to-back. -back. I 100% would have been okay. Wildcat, Wild Hawk, whatever you want to call it. The thing that I feel about the quarterback situation is for the last decade, KU football fans, it's just been a cycle. This guy stinks. 
beg for the next guy. That guy stinks, you beg for the other guy. That guy stinks, and it's just a cycle. So you can't, we saw last year, people wanted Carter Stanley benched a game, so quickly. a game or two, not a game because we won, it but it was coastal. coastal. People wanted him benched. They wanted him benched after his first two possessions against Boston College. You stuck with him. He had a really good senior year. He's the most loved KU quarterback since Reese. So what? Resting, I mean, according to Gus, resting, yeah. according to Gus Johnson. Oh, but awesome. like, what do we? They all stink. I think is what I'm trying to say. They're all not in the good. nicest way possible. I mean, I feel bad saying it, but it's like I don't think quarterbacks. We're not going to get any more production from whoever we play. Well, Ryan, I'll jump in here. All right, here uh, comes James. <laughs> you know, I think it, it's frustrating. At the beginning of the year, I thought, you know, probably McVidio would get the start, which which he did. And I thought maybe uh, Jalen would end up being our guy. He's hurt, obviously, which which sucks. I wish he could have been out there today. But you look at a guy like Miles, I think he gives us the best chance because he's he can be mobile. Now, McVidio, he is a sloth. So, I mean, if, <laughs> if there's any pressure whatsoever, he can't move anywhere. But the issue we saw today is – Miles is throwing these three, four, five-yard passes, and I'm not sure if, if those were all checkdowns or if the coaching staff really just did not have any faith whatsoever in his ability, and they're drawing up these these bubble screens and these these short outs. So that was the most frustrating part is we're down now, you know, when it was 17-10 and these third and long situations, yes. and we're not even getting to the sticks. No, we're going third down, and what we're looking five yards up. We're not even trying to get to the line, and that's what's just so frustrating to watch. We're not even giving it a chance. We're, just, we're bailing out for a punt. Seven first downs in that game for KU. It's not good. Okay. Yes, so. I mean, they had 29! <laughs> 29. Yeah. Uh, I believe I read a stat in the fourth <clears throat> quarter that dating back to last game, we were 2 of 21 on third down conversions. It's just crazy. So, I'm going to ask the tough question. I'm going to ask the tough question. We all love you Brent Dearman. Brent Dearman's a fan of the pot. He might listen. Probably not. I wouldn't if I was uh, <laughs> recovering <laughs> from this game. But he's a fan of the pot. He's a great guy. What is that noise? I was trying to check <laughs> scores. And <so> <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. All right. Well, no. We love Brent Dearman. And he was great last year. He was the most loved offensive coordinator in the country. And Nobody liked him more. Yeah. Nobody liked him more. But the facts are the facts. He has not been good this year. Nothing has been good offensively for this KU football team. So, James, you've been developing a take all morning. You were I wa- you walked into the house today. You whipped out your laptop. You sat at the kitchen table. You started prepping it up. So, will you just present us your opinion on Brent Dearman right now and what you have to defend that? Right. So I've got I've got some numbers here for us. Um, looking at Brent since he took over. Um, it was the Texas game, so it was right after we lost to Oklahoma. Then uh, we fired less, and now Brent Dearman came in with the RPO. And since then, um, I, I'm I've got two different numbers for you. So give us them both, sir, including the BC game, which I know we have differing opinions on whether we not whether or not we should include that. But we'll count it. From what Carter told us, Brent was calling that game. Us. Well, I listened. So we were I, listeners. I consider That's it us. to be us. Yeah, he's, he's in the So, including the Boston College game, Brent's averaging about 21 points per game. If we're not including that, if we're just including strictly when he was officially offensive coordinator, we got 18.2 points per game, 364 yards per game, and about 19 first downs per game. And if you look at the Big 12, those numbers are in the cellar of the Big 12. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you, you can't compete in the Big 12 with those numbers. Now, last year, in, in his six games or whatever, he, he averaged about 28 points per game, 424 yards per game, and 21st downs per game. So, 
My question for you guys, I'm going to spin oh, it around. Man, sure. I'm gonna spin, sure. I don't have a spin take. Zone. I don't have a take. Yes, you do oh, have a take. You're backing down. Yes, you do have no, a take. No, I really don't because... What do you I, mean you don't? I think Brent has a good system. I think he's got some things that can work. The but RPU. the problem is, is I think that the offensive line struggles, and it's, it's really hard to draw up plays that he probably wants to draw up because our offensive line struggles so bad. So the quarterback situation, is, it is what it is. I think we could we could be better at it. I think we could make the most of it by doing some some short passes and stuff. But it's it's frustrating because we have a guy like Pook in the backfield who this year his stats just aren't what they should be. So I'll, I'll ask you guys. I'm, I'm not really sure who to blame. I'm not sure if it's quarterback play. I'm not sure if it's offensive line play. I'm not sure if it's coaching. But who is to blame for 18.2 points per game? In the last 10 games. All right. Uh, before we get into that, I want to talk a little bit about Bet Online. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to Bet Online today, take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online. Your online sportsbook experts, but I want to get back to the question James presented. I mean, what did you even present us with? Are you telling us, like, what are you saying? You're saying Dearman's clearly been worse than the Big 12, which, yeah, you said the seller. But what do you what do you want from us? Well, my question to you guys is what is the reason for our offensive struggles? Is it recruiting? Is it coaching? Is it quarterback play? James, offensive line you play? said it yourself. We've dropped 10 points, a year, or 10 points a game this year. It's the quarterback play. We had Carter last year. We don't have anyone this year. That's all it is. I mean, it's I a combination. Think, right? It's not just quarterback but it play. But it's the biggest part. I mean, but you got to think about the fact that our team last year, we had those offensive outbursts, Boston College, Texas, Texas Tech, <clears throat> we were really good. But we also had games, Baylor, we put up six points. We had K-State, we put up, I don't even remember. How many did we put Ten. up? 30, Ten. 10. And that was a Miles, uh, or less Miles' son scored the touchdown at the end. So, like... Our offense, granted, Carter was a lot better than what we've got now, but it hasn't been, like, elite consistently. So, I think it's a variety of things, and that's why I was kind of annoyed on Twitter when everyone was just like, change the quarterback now. Like, I get it. Kendrick was awful. But, McVitie's going to come in, and the offensive line is still going to suck. And the play calling, I don't know. I don't know if the play calling's bad, or if the offensive line and the quarterback play is the reason for it. But, I will say... It's hard to not be extremely disappointed with what we've seen out of Brent Deerman in the offense this year. Well, it's all against defensive teams, too. Like, what, what are, you said there were five games, I guess now six games, where we scored less than 21 or yeah. whatever. So, we've, so you look at it's Oklahoma the beginning State twice, of Baylor twice, K State, West Virginia. Those are not right. like high, they're not like Oklahomans where they want to beat you 60 right. to 40 or whatever. And, and the question I have is you look at where we started. So, we had Boston College where he was calling a lot of the plays. We had 48 points. We had Texas, we put up a 50 burger on him. And we had Texas Tech where we scored 37 and won the game. After that, it's 10, 13, 31, and then 6. So in, in Deerman's career now at Kansas, we've had 6 games out of his 10 where we've scored under 14 points on offense. And that's Offensive counting points. Boston College, right? I, I'm, not counting Bo- oh, okay. I'm not counting Boston College in, these, in the stats. I, I gave both stats. So 18.2 points per game with Boston or without Boston College and 20.75 with Boston College. But I think here, here's the thing, though. We we do this all the time. It's been even before Brent Deerman even got here, before Les Miles got here. It's been the problem ever since Mangino left and Todd Reesing left. It, I'm I'm honest. I really don't know. Like every year, it's something different. That's the problem. Because you look at last year, and there's so many games we competed in, could have potentially won, almost had bull eligibility. And then like you just look at years before, 
inconsistent quarterback play, a bad defense, the O-line was not there. Like, every year it's just something different, and collectively we just can't get it all together. That's the problem. Uh, And I think the easy thing is to look at the quarterback or look at the offensive coordinator. Now, clearly this season, those are the quarterback's clearly a problem, but I don't know. That's really what I'm trying to figure out is, like, we came into this season with so much hope for Brent Dameron. We even talked about, like, oh – Brent Deamer could stick around a few more years I and mean, then Les retires and Brent Deamer becomes Ryan, the head coach. I thought Puka was going to be in the Heisman finals. <laughs> I said if we start 2-0 and and he has great weeks, he could be in the Heisman. KU has a lot of offensive weapons. That's what's been the most frustrating thing is the receiving core is really good. It's experienced. And you look at running back, obviously Puka. Puka and Belton. Yeah. I mean, we have good running backs. We have good weapons. But we're putting up you know, damn near 10 points a game this year. You have four elite players. Yeah. Two wide receivers, two running backs that I would argue – for a lot of people, are top 10 in both of their positions in the Big 12. But, okay, I'll throw this out there. Is that not, like, every football team? Doesn't every football team have a, a running back that you know their name and you love them and you like them? They're really not, good. They're Not every recruited. football team has a Puka Williams. That's probably I true. Disagree with that. That's probably true. That's and Villain Garner's the best. By now, you've probably heard all about cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. You might even already be investing in them. But... Did you know that you could invest in cryptocurrencies through your retirement account? That's right. With iTrust Capital, you can buy and sell cryptocurrencies from a crypto IRA and get all the same tax advantages as a traditional IRA. The iTrust Capital platform is easy to use, and it only takes a few minutes to create your account. Setting up an IRA is free, and iTrust's fees are low. It's time to start taking control of your financial future. With iTrust Capital, you can get all the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit iTrustCapital.com to start investing today. That's iTrustCapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal, investment, or tax professional. Number two running back in the Big 12. I don't want to argue. Yes, there's Oklahoma and Texas running backs who don't get as many touches, but with what he can do and what we've seen, he's elite. Yeah, I don't know. I just sometimes I, I know we. it's really easy to be like, guys, we have Puga Williams, we have Andrew Parchment, we have Belton Gardner. But, but everyone has a good wide receiver and a good running back. Like, I don't know. I think that's the thing. Like, we overhype this, but maybe it's just like, You've got to have other guys. You've got to have offensive linemen. You've got to have tight ends that can block. You've got to have other wide receivers besides Parchment and Robinson that can make plays. I mean, we talked about in the first episode, one of McVitie's interceptions was because the ball just went straight through Lawrence Arnold's hands. Like, I don't know. I I, I guess the whole entire point of this pod was for us to just get down here and give our thoughts out loud. But my thing is... I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't have high expectations for this offense. Really? Maybe we shouldn't. Say that again. <laughs> it's KU fucking football, dude. What? We, we shouldn't s- have high expectations. But we saw last year what? I mean, I know Carter was Carter, but like, dude. I think we severely underappreciated Carter because he, he was a good quarterback. And the and most, yeah. He was consistent. He was solid. And, and what did we he was do? A good what did we do with him? And this is where the yeah. quarterback situation becomes a problem because. Once we look at the situation of, you know, having all of our quarterbacks healthy, so what are we doing? Are we sticking out with Miles Kendry? 
Yeah, I mean, I think we all agree. I'll just pass this around. If Jalen Daniels was healthy, don't we all agree, based off what we've seen from Kendrick and McVitie, we just want Jalen Daniels, right? Yes, yeah, I agree. I think Jalen Daniels is the future Kansas quarterback. We need to ride out with him when he's healthy, though. For There's the next... no going back and forth. Right. That has been our biggest problem is consistency. I agree. Carter Stanley, as we saw last year, obviously he grew, became a better quarterback, but in previous years, he could never just play. And everyone's heard it. We've all heard it before. Pick a quarterback. That's the guy. He's going. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And when Jalen Daniels come back, it's his. It's his. And it's no one else's. And that was the thing today on Twitter is everyone, and I get it. We all were sitting in my living room being like, holy shit, Miles Kendrick is bad. And I get it. He was bad. But we've never once watched a single drive of Thomas McVidium and like, oh, this shit. guy's decent. <laughs> this guy's been bad. Like, I don't know. I, I know people will disagree. Scott Chasen wrote an article on how a lot of McVidium's issues were because of other players making mistakes. But it's like, dude. I mean, I get that, but McVitie just doesn't have that sloth. that like look to me where it's like this dude could really put together an elite game. He might be average. Well, even if he does, we're halfway through his final season here. Yeah. So like, what's exactly. the point of yeah, there's even, no like, point trying him out? He, we know what he is. But I mean, Kendrick's halfway through his last season too. So I, I mean, either way, you're looking Jalen at Jalen has to be the guy going forward when he's healthy. When he's healthy, and I don't think he's going to be healthy next week. So it's going to be one of these guys. And so I'm kind of on the side of. Let Kendrick just play through his mistakes. We saw Carter said it on our podcast. He was he knew he was like a play away from getting pulled in that Boston College game. And he came out and he figured it out. Kendrick, if he can just get some confidence and put together a couple good drives, who knows? Maybe it's the first quarter against K-State. Maybe he does just become the guy the rest of the season. But my thing is you can't just keep sw- switching them in and out and hoping one of them is going to be good when we know damn well they've had plenty of time to prove if they're good or not. And they're just not. They're not. So... That's my take on the quarterback controversy. People were pissed that I was like, McVitie, not much better than Kendrick, but I stand by that. He's not. I agree. So, what, Alan. What do you like about today? Is there anything that we can pull from this? Because we have one of our biggest games of the year. We always look at this. You know I look at this on the schedule. What can we pull from today and be like, all right, this is something to build on. This is something we can bring into K-State and hopefully see a little bit of a success and maybe at least make it a game. It's not exactly what you asked, but I will say seeing Puka wanting to go out there and return a kick, we're down 38 to 10 with three fucking minutes to go in the game. That was kind of dope. And then him actually like doing it and taking it back, obviously. But just him being out there, like that's normally the time where like our good players are just done. They call him, they don't want to get hurt. I thought that was kind of neat to see. Mm-hmm. And we, covered. Covered. we covered. We covered. We covered. <laughs> we covered. That's all First time of the year, baby. Cover. Like I said, the defense played well. And yeah. it, it sucks that, you know, the scoreboard doesn't say it. We gave up, what, it was a 38-17 final? Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, we gave up 38 points, but our defense played a lot better than that. But what sucks is our offense could not, seven first downs in the whole game. Yeah. So our defense is on the field the defense whole game. Defense was tired, and they, they played were. well. They were exhausted. They really did play so well. It was so awesome to see Drew Prox back. I mean, when he's out there, he makes plays. We got a young secondary and a banged-up secondary, and they, yeah. they really played well. And the defensive line, I mean, we were we were drawing up some blitz packages and and coming. We, we got to the quarterback several different times in that first half where we're like, okay, yeah. like we're making plays on defense, but you can't expect the defense to just hold it the entire game. Yeah, and Literally. especially next week when you play K-State with Skylar Thompson out for the year, you're going to have a young quarterback. Yes, he'll be at home, but if we can get some pressure on him, yep. hopefully we can force some mistakes. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say when you asked, like, what's one thing we can feel good about is definitely the defense. Now, you're going to look at the scoreboard and you're going to say, damn, 38-17, like the oh, defense no. sucked. But no, the defense played their asses off. It was just literally – 
It would be second. I feel like it was seconds. The offense would come back out. You turn around. You maybe go grab a piece of bacon. You come back. <laughs> you come back. We're punting. Three and out. That fast. You're like, what in the world is going on? So I can't imagine how gassed our defense was. They played the best they've played, what I think, in a long time. So I was proud of them. There's going to be a game this year. I'll just say it. There's going to be a game this year where the defense plays like they did tonight and the offense puts it together. It's just going to happen. I would love for it to be next weekend. I don't know yes. if it'll be next weekend. But... That's what I'll say. We saw that the defense can put it together. We know that Brent Dearman has the capability to put together an incredible game. So I just want that one game to be put together and for us to have that one feeling of a win. The next the next four are tough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've got ranked K-State, ranked Iowa State, at OU in Texas. <laughs> We're just not going to win a game this year. That's yeah. all there is to it. Uh, the yeah. last two games, are, I think, are the two games that could possibly happen. TCU's still good. Yeah, and At Texas Tech, still going to be tough. Yeah. But I think those are the two games where we can put it all together. Like Ryan, you were just saying, defense plays well, and then finally our offense gets it together. But I, I, I'm not really sure if this team can, can get a win this year in the Big 12. Yeah. You know what this team needs? Uh, they need Manscaped. That's Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0. It's a premium electric trimmer that's designed to give you confidence boost through body image. Their ceramic blade and skin safe technology that are designed to reduce nicks or tugs on your fellas down low. The Lawnmower 3.0 is also waterproof and comes with an LED light so you can manscape in the shower, in the dark, or in the shower, whatever, or in the dark shower, dark whatever, oh, man. whatever floats your boat. Ooh, they also just released their sex. Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is the perfect add on to the Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. The Shears 2.0 is a luxury four piece nail kit featuring 10 tempered stainless steel tools, and it includes tipped tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and medium grit nail file. The Shears 2.0 nail kit allows you to pluck your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. On their website, you also find AB's favorite, favorite, the Crop Preserver and Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant Moisturizer. This will help you tame that summer swamp pass with natural hydrators and antioxidants. You'll also find the Crop Reviver, a testy toner that's like having cologne that is designed for your balls. We won't judge you if we catch you sniffing yourself. Go to manscaped.com, check out some of these life-changing products. Uh, again, listeners of the show get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code armchair. Also, just one last shout out, uh, bet online. They're the place to bet today. KU you just lost. You're feeling depressed. Go win some money today. Bet online's going the extra mile to make sure you can get in everything imaginable this season. Go to bet online, your online sports book experts. Um, auctioneer Ryan Reinhardt. I mean, way. how much did I just kill those ads, boys? <laughs> that was it's, impressive. it's a short, it's Buster a short Ryan's episode. So I just wanted to get <laughs> them all in. Uh, do we have any other thoughts on football? Do we have thought? And you guys probably won't be on the pod midweek before K State. Do you guys have any predictions, feelings, Alan? I know this is just a game that hits close to you. Your brother's a diehard K State fan. You went to K State, but you hate K State. So, I mean, what's your? I mean, do you think we're gonna see what we saw last year and just get absolutely shit pumped? I'm not sure. They definitely have some good players. Uh, their their running back Deuce Vaughn is electric, and he's going to be so annoying. Do you realize we're going to yeah, be 30 he, by the he's time he's a he freshman? Ends? I know <laughs> it's very frustrating. And this quarterback coming in the freshman too. They're they're talented, and you know me. I think every single game since probably 08, I've been like, there's a chance. <laughs> there's a chance. I'll come into every single game, and there'll be something I read on Twitter, something I see from the week before. I'm like, you know, if this one thing goes our way. I, I predicted KU eight and five every year since <laughs> So I don't know. It just I, I'm excited for the game. Just hopefully we can come out and compete. That's what I'm looking for. Compete, see some things that we like, something we can grow on these younger players and look towards the future. Yep. So uh I guess last thing, I figure we should touch on it now. Silvio DeSosa. Leave, 
Trans gone! So obviously, crazy, crazy career for Sovio. Plays in a Final Four as a senior in high school. Uh, gets ruled ineligible by the NCAA. KU fights their ass off, which they should have for him. Uh, gets him back for last year. He picks up a stool, gets suspended the rest of the season. Coronavirus happens. He, he misses pr pretty much all of last season. Uh, now he's gone. Says he's got to figure out some things with him personally. I saw some tweets that were like, oh, KU did so much for this guy. Now he's leaving. It's like, all right, one, we should have regardless. Even yeah. if we knew that Silvio was only going to play seven more games after right we fought for him, we should have done it again. So shout out to Silvio. It sucks. Um, does anyone have any, uh, what, what, anyone got any good memories of Silvio? What's your favorite memory of West Ball, Big 12 title game, just dunking over everyone. That's oh, really yeah. about it. I agree. I he had an alley-oop against Clemson, right? He had an alley-oop mm -hmm. against Clemson. He had a huge alley-oop at the end of the first half in that West Virginia game that you were talking about, Big 12 tournament. But I'll just always love him for the plays he made. Like, he played against Duke in the Elite Eight. Marvin Bagley, Wendell Carter, two top ten picks. So much mm -hmm. Bulls, so much unbelievable potential with him, and it just sucks that his career turned out the way it did. The run to the Final Four. Yeah. <laughs> he was our big. Yeah. I know. He played nuts. really well in that tournament, too. It's bananas to say, and I saw this on Twitter earlier, that fight was, like, this year. It feels, it like feels like I a was decade. 17 years old, fresh on, like yeah. ready to graduate <laughs> from high school. Uh -huh. COVID has just my mind and like time. Time is not a thing. Straight up, I have no clue. Straight up, scrambled eggs, hands in the oh, head, scrambled eggs. Yes. but yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it sucked. I was sad to see it, but it's like I don't know. I mean, we're gonna have Dave McCormick. Bill's been big on him. Bill's already hyped him up. Uh, Mitch is back for year five, which. We talk about that could too. Be, uh, year six. Mitch could be back for year six, and Marcus could be back for year five. That would be fun. I'm sure we'll touch more on that in other episodes. But yeah, I figured we should talk about Silvio because yeah. it was sad. I love. Then, I think everyone forever sad. will love Silvio. And then you know, you know, I'm not a fan of doing this, but late nights very soon. Virtual going to be night. online, Virtual but it'll be nice night. to see everyone go at it again. Yeah, it will be fun. I think this team's going to be good. I know it feels weird. We lost Dot. We lost. We lost Doke. Lost Silvio now, but this team... It's going to be an elite defensive team. Elite. I mean, Marcus Garrett leading the way. You're going to be oh, elite yeah. no matter what. So, yeah. I mean, sad day, boys. But that's what Saturdays are. We, we show up. <laughs> They're for the sad <laughs> boys. Yeah. Saturdays are for the sad. We show up. We hang out. We eat food. Uh, I mean, AB and I got about 10 more chugs to go. Yeah, yeah we're going to so be Tune in to Ain't point. No Seats Twitter. Yep. <laughs> Get some more chugs. Surely they won't be listening to this before the, they see no. this. The good yeah. news about 11 a.m. games, you get to drink for like nine more hours before you have to go to bed. So hopefully <laughs> we'll forget about this. And uh, we we'll be back sometime soon. So thanks to everyone for listening. And uh, we'll see you all next week. The sound is impeccable. And me, myself, I am unsurpassable. Next year I'll be in your top five. And I'm definitely not talking about my space. Let's get it, the Joker. Okay. Every morning while you go to Starbucks to get coffee, I be at the bank like get this cash off me. My car's so new, but my money's so old. My grill iced out, so my barbecue's cold. Three, two, one, blast off, you bastards. Spaceship doors, my garage is NASA. Hedgehog game, I am much faster. You are a lizard, I am a raptor. When I hit the club or the stage, I party hard. Witness hoes naked like every day was Mardi Gras. See, I'm 17 and I have an accountant. You're 17, but you get an allowance. When I see pussy, I'm pounding. What else would you expect from the Joker? Clowning, banking over here. What you want to drink? Honey blow stacks, so it's like I give a head to my money. I'm a studio geek, Urko Net Flanders. Car sits low, chameleon salamander. Joker, peace.
Lots, lots of sale, three white girl trunks, stand Marshall Mathis LP. Even my haters secretly they felt me. Last name West, there is nothing you can tell me. I am super sexy in my black tee on my white beat. Burn so many trees, Smokey Bear doesn't like me. Let's be honest, who really wanna fight me? You can throw balls, but I bet you won't strike me. Look into the future, see me in that Bentley. Check my bank account, don't I have plenty? My hoes won't fuck you, they're so stingy. I would acknowledge you, but I'm not friendly. Boys in the hood flow, South Central rhyme, Godfather delivery. Scarface mind, basically what I'm saying is I'm one of a kind. If you're thinking about bailing me, you're thinking about dying. Fakes, phonies, please stop trying, I parade my gangster. What are you implying? She can feel my bone all on her spine. Orgasm, back spasm, she's straight crying. I fuck with ladies, I won't even wash horse. Don't shake hands, cause you probably didn't wash yours. This shit is easy, I could do it in my slumber. And I make so much money, I should have a pin number. Dumb and dumber, where is your hunger? Veggie eat, bitch, here's my cucumber. Close your mouth, listen to me thunder. I am a pirate, I'm throwing my plunder. Black Pearl Gangster, Southside Legend, you're gonna need a note. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.